Good morning, good morning, good morning. There we go. So, as you can hear, we have a, a, a guest here today. And um, you'll probably know him as Joe. That's his code name. Um, <laughs> We're not revealing his identity. Yeah. So, the, the, um, you say, well, why do we have Joe here? Well, you know what? Sometimes you know, having a, a variety, having a different view. Now, it, it, some people know Joe as loud. Okay. Um, we know Joe as a passionate leader, a person who um, is a great worship leader or praise leader. Um, we've seen his work in touching people's lives, especially the young adults, the, young, the youth, um, and has done many times counseling people through the years and also has a home church. So again, lots of lessons here so so he doesn't have a, a topic on mind we don't have a topic but guess what we're gonna we're gonna put together some kind of controversial topic so before i go further i'll let joe introduce himself i this is amazing andre that you pulled all of that out but it's funny when you put it you stack it all up together i guess it's true mm-hmm. uh so thank you lord yeah uh, a brother in the lord Joe. I don't know how to introduce myself. Okay, you're done. Okay, perfect. Next. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Catherine? Introduce Joe. Anything you want to say before we get started? Well, jo- I mean... I, Do you have a topic today you want to talk about? Sure, you're pushy today. Yeah, well, get in. Get on it. Well, let's Come. get it in. Well, since Joe's the guest, maybe he has one first. Oh, boy. Do you have a topic, Joe? Well, I, th- I mean, there's different stuff that's been on my mind. Like what? Okay, I'm going to tell you guys a story. No, no. Okay, let's move <laughs> on. I was... <laughs> it's short. So I'm at a job site, uh, and uh, I'm outside, and suddenly I hear these children like, like shouting angrily, and like, like, a, like, like a protest. So I was like, "What on earth is this?" So then, immediately in my guts, I was thinking, "This is not good. I don't know what it is that they're trying to do." What, what were they saying? They, okay, so this is what they were saying. There was a. a it was a school from down the street, and there's a teacher with like a megaphone, and the teacher shouting the megaphone, uh, uh, light, turn the lights out, and then the kids would chant back, lights out now, turn the lights out, lights out now. Oh, so brainwashing. So um. <laughs> exactly, I, I'm thinking well, you got like posters. It's the middle of the day. It's, Children angrily shouting at the neighborhood. Turn the lights out. At what time of the day was this? It's like lunchtime. Ages of the kids. Okay, like so just after lunch. So technically speaking, there shouldn't be lights on anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I, maybe, I don't know. It's Earth Hour, <laughs> Earth Day, some... I thought Earth Day was April, but maybe I'm wrong. It is April. Well, it's April now. Now it is, but then it was March. I don't know, maybe they're just raising awareness. But I, I'm i thinking, like, really? Are you teaching children Are these to... teenagers? No, like seven, eight, nine-year-olds and like ten-year-olds. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so this is a key, key brainwashing um, stuff, right? Related to so this was my question. Yes. Mm. You know... You probably have to get a little bit lower, Joe, because we're going to start clipping on, on sure. the mic. So this, this is my question. First of all, obviously, we know what not to teach children. Uh-huh. But, you know, the principle obviously isn't to get a good lawn, you don't focus on the weeds. Mm-hmm. Focus on the grass. So, mm. you know, w- what would be like your top three things that the children need to focus on? If they're not going down the streets chanting, 
you know, save the planet, lights out now, or, you know, people are people, or love is love, or whatever. Okay, what should we be teaching the children? I, th- I think you know the answer. To I know that. the answer, but I'm like, okay, well, let's... But you know what, I think this before, be before, before we get to the answer of the questions, I think what we have to always identify is which other gods are at play here. Because the, the climate change narrative is a cult. It's a religion. It's worshipping the climate. Now, when I look through the scripture, every time I saw climate issues, I see climate issues in the scripture. Really? It's, it's as a result of what? Well, like where? think about drought, rain, oh, right. freezing, flood. W- w- where does that come from? God's wrath. God's wrath. So there's a, con- there's, a, there's a reason. So if we're going to talk about climate change, we have to put it in context of scripture. Hmm. When we talk about a, a government that's defining gender, saying, oh no, there's more than one gender, but God's already defined it, we know that the government is trying to play God. Trying to be God. Right. When they tell you how to define marriage. So you've got to say, okay, which gods are at play here indoctrinating children? Is is that really what you should be saying? Like, who cares which gods are... No, but if you're kind of identified as the God of the Bible... Well, what I'm saying, I think that's the key thing is, is it linked to the God of the Bible? Yes or no? And then if it's not... That's my whole point. But don't go and look and say, okay, this God is the God of... um, That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. No, no, I... I, so I, 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 the mediators. I'm here. so glad. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> because Catherine, what you're saying is okay. How to how do we explain to let's say someone on the fence or maybe as a believer, but who's kind of like oh, but you know what? There's valid points. Yeah, maybe the children the should be. Uh-huh. So then you're saying, well, okay, look, look at w- where do we see these kind of climate catastrophes in scripture? What's the 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 key thread? Pulling to, through to the all of them, yeah. And then what's the? It's God's wrath. Why is it God's wrath? Because people have rebelled against God completely. And so then He says, "Okay, I'm going to deal with this." And so perhaps the uh, the cause of the climate change isn't because of fossil fuels or cows releasing methane or whatever. Maybe it's we've rebelled and we need to deal with our hearts towards God as a society, as a, as a as humanity versus. Turn out the lights and teaching children to protest. Right. Well, what are we leaving for our kids? What is the key objective? You see, that in itself, that in itself is what are we leaving for the kids is a narrative that has been passed down by the media. It's not. It's it's scriptural. Leave an inheritance. An inheriting. Nothing to do with the earth. What do you think inheritance is? It's, It's like finances. It's like a house. It's like this. Something that you can provide. Not... I'm taking care of the um, the planet. There's not going to be any So we must uh, li- just leave a garbage dump for our kids. No, no, no. They don't just go over See? the top. See, so you, we are making sure we're taking care of everything. It's what? all part of stewarding. But but this concept of we must leave it for our kids. No, it's the inheritance. That's it's not nothing me. to do with the inheritance. You're taking the, that scripture out of context. Okay, Joe, your turn. Well, you know, I, 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 I've, heard, I've heard this before. I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for my kids, Right. And it's like, okay, well, at what cost? Like, for example, someone says, oh, I want to leave my kids an inheritance. So I work 60, 70 hours a week, and I never see the kids, and the kids are struggling. You know, you, you see it when you meet certain families, and you're like, well, what's the issue? Oh, I work three jobs. It's like, okay, you know, the script is better to have, uh, you know, a crust of bread and peace than to have feasting and strife. Mm-hmm. Something like this. So I, I think that there is a certain amount of balance to say, okay, what are the priorities? But they're still 
items in the priority list. So, so what is a priority? So let's get to it. Yeah, number one, number one top priority. Yes, what is it? I think it's the child's relationship with God. Oh, our, our relationship with God first. Right, okay. right, right, right. No, individual. no, but I mean, speaking, but speaking about the children. children. Okay, so their relationship with God. Is there anything second? Yes. What? Like, for example, if, if you say, okay, your relationship with God is good, but neglect the physical body. But surely if the, per- if the child's relationship with God is amazing, then the child is automatically going to take care of other people. It will automatically um, take care of the animals. It will automatically take care of the earth. Because, you know, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Seek ye first. Now, the word first is not just first and then there's something coming second or something coming third. First means one and only focus so on the kingdom of God. So you want to be like the God. Buddhists. Go and sit on an island and just mm. spend time with the Lord. No. and don't no, 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 no. Okay. Kingdom of so, God is not exclusion. Wh- kingdom of God is not exclusion. Kingdom of God is going into the world. You're part of the world. You want to bring the world to Christ. Not exclusion like Buddhists. And by the way, the, the idea of, oh, we need to be holy like monks is not a biblical thing. It's supposed to be, we are to be holy. So you have to define what a relationship Christ. with God looks like. Christ. No, okay. Look at Christ. I, 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 I like what you said. Seek first the kingdom. Why what I, is that word first? Why do though? I care? <laughs> if you like no, what no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Controversial. Keep going. <laughs> Maybe it's just controversial being in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, say what you keep going. You said that first doesn't mean first, second, third, fourth. You're saying first means only. I'm not saying. Do we know? It. Do we know that? Yes, I, we don't. Look the, at that word. First means first and only. That's a seek you first. It means that is your. If you are continually focused and motivated by the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Everything else is, in, is is put in the right order. You automatically start doing the right thing. You take care of your animals. You take care of your spouse. Take care of your children. You take you know, when you do your work. When you because so you're thinking about kingdom of God all the time. So here's my question: Why does uh, Yeshua then use the phrase "weightier matters of the law"? Mm-hmm. You should have kept the one without neglecting the other. So doesn't that mean that there are certain things that are a priority? And graded. And what are the weighted matters of the law? What he, he was, it, was it like mercy, justice? And faith. Faith. Yeah. And then the other stuff was tithing this and this and this, yeah. I think he was referring to. Yeah. And so... So therefore the pri- priority would be seek first the kingdom, right? Faith, mercy. And tithing is a part of it. But Notice here. No, but he said weightier. So what does that mean? That, that something has a priority? In the kingdom of God. So now you're talking about within the kingdom of God, but the, there are yes. weightier matters. Yes. So in the kingdom of God, what, you don't have, um, let's do climate control. Like who do you think you are? That we can control the climate. Not controlling the climate, but... Or switching off carbon as if our switching off the lights is going to be impacting the carbon emissions. What's the first commandment God gave in scripture? Love the Lord your God. No, no, no. The first yeah. commandment oh. he gave. You mean, you mean in, in terms of... The first commandment he gave to Adam and Eve. No, not Adam and Eve. It was to Adam. To Adam. To Adam. Uh, be fruitful and multiply. No, before that. Go and... Tend. Tend the garden and keep it. Tend and keep the garden. Is, yeah. is it? Can we confirm? Yes, it is. Of course, don't even confirm. You know it says that. Wait, but... but it's in Genesis No, two. but I can't remember which one he said first. Yeah, that's the one he said first. He said... Tend the garden and keep tend it. Tend and, and keep it. 
and, and, and just be clear, this was before, uh, this is before Christ. This is when he never sinned. So, in other words, in eternity, guess what oh, we are going to do? She's trying to go. She's trying to pull the whole take care of the planet. And I'm not all I'm saying <laughs> is that if we always go first things first. Yeah. If that was the first thing God gave in 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 Scripture, uh, that, that means there is. That so, in other is, words, every person, every person on this planet needs to be sowing and taking care of their God. And, uh, a person that is, works in the office is actually uh, out of line. Is, we, that, is, that, do, is that what you're saying, Catherine? Do we believe we've been redeemed by the, from the curse of the law? Wow. I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting sweaty in here. We should open a window. <laughs> well, they might impact the climate. <laughs> okay. So, so going back to the, the first principles... You know, the, the first principle was actually a relationship with, with, with um, the first with principle was a relationship actually, with a man. But but wasn't the fact that he he brought animals to Adam to name the animals? But he only brought it to him after he said, "Be fruitful and multiply." And so that is the, the first one. And subdue it. No, no, no. Have before that, have dominion over the fish of the sea. Yes, no, yes. But before that, he said, "Let's make man okay, in our own image." Firstly, you're looking at Genesis one, right? So, yeah. so this, so Genesis one, it paints a whole picture, and Genesis two is a subset of Genesis one. Just like, for example, when he says to them, "Go forth and multiply," he says he created uh, a he, male and female. He created he them. Uh, and then he said to them, now in Genesis 2, he hadn't created, he hadn't created Eve yet, right? And then he created Eve. But, so but you look at Genesis 2. So Genesis who put 2, Genesis 1? Did God put Genesis 1 in, in the beginning uh, or in, in after you, Genesis 2? You're losing your, your position here. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to say, I, I, I'm actually really, I'm, I'm being controversial. But at the point, so no, what but I'm you have to be say, controversial and be intellectual about it, right? Uh, okay, I'm being intellectual. So the first thing is that the Lord did make man and he created, he said, let us make man in our own image. But he did give a command that we were to have dominion and to subdue it and to and, and name the animals. So the initial first relationship that man had was with was with besides the Lord was with the earth and the animals before even Eve before Eve. So my point is that it is in the priority and hierarchical structure according to Scripture. But but notice, animals, yeah. okay, the ground, the earth. It's not referring to the atmosphere, the fowl of the, the air. air. No, this is replenish the, the earth. What does replenish mean? Of of what? Replenish. It means it was some. It was some it's word of something. Oh, yes, King James. So you just don't take a word because that's King James. So you're taking the word replenish. In other words, refill the earth, <laughs> repopulate the earth, um, fill the earth with green and and animals and all this kind of stuff. So, but, but he even says, "I gave you the herbs. I gave you the food." In other words, he's saying he, he's, he's he's saying take care of it, take care of it. So we do have a responsibility to take care of what he's given us. He's, he gave us dominion and authority. We have a responsibility to care of it. You, you cannot back out of that. Do you agree or not? I don't even know what your question is. You're saying, it, uh, it, uh, should we be taking... I'm not fighting for climate change. I'm, no, I'm saying, if you are, have a relationship with the Lord, that's the first and foremost. And none of us so are disagreeing. Example, none of us are disagreeing. What you're saying, I don't understand. You say, what was before that? When you go to Genesis 2, that explains what was before. Firstly, God breathed into his nostrils, so he actually had an encounter with God. Right. Okay, without the encounter of God, forget about the, this, the material. That's why people have the cart before the horse. They're trying to focus on the climate, and they'll never get it. God will never understand how the climate 
even works because he doesn't have a relationship with the creator who made the climate. Exactly. Okay. We agree. So, so well, it's not about agreeing. It's no, it is because you, you talking, right? I'm, I'm not fighting over climate change, and I agree a relationship with God is good. But in addition to that, underneath it, we are these are there are some responsibilities the Lord yes, has given and us, I, and we need to fulfill. Because them. I think we're, we we would all agree yes. that torturing animals for fun is wrong. Yeah. Because it so violates the, what God told us to do, to take care of the animals. Yeah, and, and the law. Bur- burning down half the Amazon to create a light show is wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. But So then Spray. we're somewhere between there and hugging every tree and <laughs> chaining ourselves to every 14, 14 beaver dam yes. so that it doesn't... Right? There's something in between. Right. And I, the in-between part can only be decided... Just like the Lord inside us, we discern certain spirits. Same with we discern what to do. What, for example, in China, I was watching a program where they were having um, a restaurant, and the people were serving all these weird things at the restaurant. One of the things was bear paw. So the guy took a, f- a camera and said, "Okay," and they said fresh bear paw, and so people were eating a bear paw, right? Because it was, and then they, they went to the back of that. A restaurant in the back, in the, actually outside, and there in this um, this tunnel was a bear with one paw gone. Oh my! So gosh. they kept it. They kept it fresh. So they'll cut the next paw off and put it in, and they'll and so they'll, they'll keep it fresh, so they don't have to put it in a fridge. Now, to me, if you love the Lord, you never do that. Never do that. You would want to make sure that the animal is. Um, taken care of as, and, and disposed of very quickly and um, not, you will not I make it suffer. I hope you're not eating any bear anyway because it's against the law of God. Whether it was a cow or a, a bull or a goat, the same principle applies. Yeah. So the point, the point is, why did people fall away so much? So for, for to telling people, do not do that, people are not going to understand it. But when they have a relationship with God, they will feel for the animals. They will feel for the earth. So that's why I go into the first principles. The first principles, like you asked in the kid, is it's maybe before you start your day, let's pray. Let's spend time in the Word of God. Yeah. Let's, if they focus on the kingdom of God, notice two things. It says the kingdom of God and His righteousness. In other words, we need to be holy. And how do we get, how do we okay. know what holiness Ourselves, is? Ourselves. How, how do we know From the law. And that's why we show you know, mercy. the Bible. Show mercy. Have faith. Justice. No, that's the radio method of our hearts. If somebody was listening to this in the beginning part, they would think Andre doesn't care about the planet. He doesn't care at all. And, and that's not what you're saying. And so that's why I have to bring it back to scripture to say, hey, by the way, first thing that was given. So that's why it is a provoking, controversial corner because you, you're having that discussion. So anyway, that, that's, uh, yeah. So, I mean, really, what started this was these children chanting, Lights out! Lights out now! And I don't think that it's bad for a child to say to somebody, Hey, your lights have been on for five days straight. You should probably turn out your lights. Why? Okay, Uh, uh, why? Well, and then you have to have the discussion. Because I know people who leave their lights on, and they have very good reason, and they don't mind spending the money or, or whatever. I, I I just think about just simple, simple. No, you tell our kids to put the lights out. Yeah, because of because it impacts our finances. So, so what I was saying was what I was saying about the children was okay. So a child, let's say it's neutral at best to say turn out the lights, 
But for me, the issue was the, 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 the teachers and these people of influence are teaching the children to march yes. and to shout and to drone on over and over and over about something that I don't think they fully understand. Which is also irrelevant in the big scheme of things. So you're going to complain about everything, kids? But it sounds, doesn't that sound to me, it sounds to you, it sounds very brainwashing. People say, oh, you homeschoolers, you are brainwashing your children. I'm thinking, Give yes, me a break. yes, we are. Everybody of course we are. Yeah. We want to brainwash our children. We have to wash our, our children's mind from you, <laughs> right? Because you're polluting their minds. And and so, I, 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 you know, in terms of this whole brainwashing, it reminds me of the Nazis. The Nazis used to chant certain things. Um, yeah, because if you play this out and you think about what the kids are going to grow up, so you're complaining about lights. Are you going to complain about everything? Everything's going to be a problem and you're going to just pick it up and... Because the, thing, because, yeah, the issue, because the thing is, and, and I was talking about this earlier, is that a science experiment is, a, is something with controlled variables, yes. right? Like Edison creating the light bulb, he could test this material, how, does, it, does it burn, does it last, how bright is it? And he could test it and, and run through. You can't test the planet, mm -hmm. how much carbon is going to affect this and this. So there's not science, these are these are no. It, it, no, technically science. these are theories. theories. They have a theory about how much does this affect this issue, and is there a but, flood or a drought because of this or that it's a variable? Religion. It's a religion. Yeah, and we it's got all the yeah. you, 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 you are you are you are elevated based on how how good you are with the planet. You saved because you have the, the this ability to help the planet. You you are redeemed from your sins because you've now. You know, stop taking care of the environment. It's a, it's a religion. It falls into all the qualifications of religion. And also, it's part of fear, right? It drives fear. Yeah. And that's one of the things that um, the, the world's going to end. Therefore, I must. So it's, it's it's a religion. I think it's interesting when people will pull out a study or quote some researcher or some publication, and we we learned this back in the day that you can't take things at face value, especially in this headline pushing type culture. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Like, Leslie, my wife quoted, uh, there's her name, <laughs> quoted something the other day that said, oh, uh, they, somebody did a study and, you know, they found it to be, you know, uh, 1,000 units. I said, 1,000 units of what? She said, oh, it says of energy. Like, what are they measuring? Yeah. <laughs> and then the question is, how did they measure it? What tool did they use to measure? Who else has used that tool to measure those units in this? Yeah. Because that's logically how you pull apart, was this a good study or a bad study? And then can you trust the results? And who was doing the study and what was the outcome? But yeah. the problem is they'll push, they'll say, oh, um, you know, I trust so-and-so and so-and-so -and -so said this, so therefore I'm going to crucify my neighbors if they disagree. Yeah. This is the, this is the, the, the vitriol that comes out. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of the time when COVID came and everybody jumping on and trying to... Um, rat out their, their neighbors because of the media and the and um, and all the so-called so-called scientists. Yeah. Uh, and like I mentioned in the previous podcast, back in the day, same step in in South Africa with the apartheid, when they pushed the, this whole idea that follow the science, follow the science, because blacks and whites need to be separated because um, because of the different diseases that each uh, colors have. Yeah. Um, follow the science. And so, it's garbage. It's not science. It's just man-made stories. They use, the, they use yeah. the name science in order to impress people. Yeah. If I can st stand in a in a lab coat 
and I speak slow enough and more assertive enough and I look sincere, I would sound as if you should trust me. Yes. This is like a real... Brainwashing. Technique. Yeah. yeah. Anything that you guys want to talk about? <laughs> well, I have something based on what we were talking about earlier with regards to the, 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 the topic of, of how brainwashing people. But... Really, you're going to go through that one again? It's like, Not, because, no, no. Because that's Romans 13, right? It's Romans 13. How do you know 13. what I was going to say? Well, well, I think that's what you're trying to do is Romans 13. I, I just struggle with the concept mm. of how do we teach our kids to obey authority, which is very clearly laid out in Scripture, and we, we can define which authority is which, but at the same time to stand up for what is right and rebel against so-called authority. Okay. Yeah, and uh, do you want to have a whole discussion? We don't have a whole. If you if you can solve this in in, in sixty seconds. Okay, I'll ask you a question. Any man or woman of God in the Scripture that defied the authorities of the day? Name me, name me some. Daniel. He, he, Daniel. He, what did Daniel do? Lines den. Yeah, and Pray, uh, praying. Prayed. Why? Because uh, what is the principle for that? It, it. Why did he rebel? Yes. Because it violated. Scripture, which is he was praying to God the Father, yeah. and they said, "No, you can't pray to anyone except the King." And he goes, "I'm not going to violate that." Mm -hmm. So, so the there's a law higher than the law of whatever. Thing. I know that. Yeah. I so, have no issues with this. Somebody Hebrew, else. Hebrew midwives. Hebrew midwives. Okay. This is what Peter says. He goes when they said, "You must not teach," and he goes, "You judge for yourself. Should we follow man, or should we, or should we follow God?" Yeah. But the point isn't. I, I, we all on the same page about God's law is ahead of it. Mm -hmm. is ahead of man's law. So if man's telling you to do something. My question is, if we are expecting our children to obey your parents and the Lord for it's good, it is good and it will be well with you. Do you think about this? I think about it all the time. I'm but, teaching my children to submit... To God. To God. So once they submit and to God... And submit to me. Yeah, because... As, you, as a mother and father, as parents. Mm -hmm. But yet, I'm also teaching them to defy authority. Well, no, to, to, to think... Through things. In other words, measure everything according to the scripture. In other words, if they say, okay, I want like Nebuchadnezzar, go and pray to the idols. And they go, sorry. And then they say, well, we're going to burn you. So, it's oh. not as simple as that. You have to think through things. You have to, it's not as simple as and easy as, and straightforward. You have to think through everything to be able to get to the, scripture, the principles of scripture. Yeah, I think it's very interesting because I also think, yeah, challenging authority. It, it, I, I get what you're saying, Catherine, about challenging authority. And... Andre, you're saying that it's obvious, right? If you're close with the Lord, it's obvious to you Halloween is wrong, that Harry Potter is wrong. You're, you, that's what you're saying. Yes, if, if you're close to the Lord... That's the key, that's the answer. It's, it's an automated, it's automatic response. The reason why it's not automatic response is because people nowadays have this wishy-washy God is love and have no clue what love is because they're not using the Bible definition of love. They're using some emotional feeling of love. The Bible says, the Lord says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. But many Christians okay, are hang on, hang on, let, him, let him finish. Yeah, thank you, Joe. <laughs> I, I, I have been so looking forward to getting in between you guys. <laughs> After all these times, hearing you guys going at it. In 1 John 5 verse 3, it says, uh, If you love God, keep his, his commandments. And His commandments are not burdensome. Now, if you love God, you want to seek those things out. It's not like, okay, I love God, but I'm not going to read His word. 
I'm not going to find out which command. Like, if I left my wife, I would like to know what makes her happy. The fact is, we cannot live this life without the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit helping us. And so, the, the Lord says, He brings us to, Yeshua says, He, the Holy Spirit, will bring to our remembrance. The fact is, to bring to our remembrance means we need to put something in in order for him to bring them to our remembrance. So we could be doing something and go, oh, Andre, the scripture said da da da. You go, oh, yes. No, you're oversimplifying it. You're oversimplifying That's it. the good news. Many Christians. That's the good news. The good news no, my is turn, simple. My turn. Many Christians will say, I'm close to the Lord, I have a relationship with Him. This is what but, I was But they say. will choose not to, not to obey the commandments. They will choose not to get involved in what's going on in government. How many times have I heard you say, Catherine, why do you even bother about that? When the Lord says, go in and possess, go in and possess the land. Go in and, and have dominion and authority. And so many Christians will say they have a relationship with the Lord. Yes. They love the Lord. They do okay. all those things. And 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 they and they have a different interpretation from Andre. So what's the in, well, so what's the interpretation so the that interpret, they have? That's so the different. interpretation will be that Harry Potter's fun. It's okay to participate be, in Halloween. That it, you don't have to talk about anything that the government is doing in church. You can have a tattoo. You, don't defi- you, don't, you can have a witch, You can play with a witchy board. You don't have to def- when the government says close your church. You close your church. When you the can government break the Sabbath. So you, you can eat a pork. When the government says so that you need to take a vaccine, blood. you take a vaccine. <laughs> This is like the the most controversial of all corners. Well, you didn't like the boring stuff, so we'll throw in the spicy stuff. No, but the, so what is their basis, their reasoning for saying that all this is permissible? Okay. Who cares? No, but, you're, but she's trying to make a point. I'm just trying to understand what it is. If we are of, if we are trying to meet the lowest common denominator. We've lost. But who's because trying to meet the lowest common denominator? Satan is the lowest common denominator. I'm not here to please Satan. I'm here. We are here to please God. And so, like you said, Adam's command to Adam was go into the world and have dominion and authority. Joshua was to specifically go into that and possess the land. Our commission is go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I commanded you, and I will be with you always. For the last 2,000 years, Andre, Christians okay. who have been told to go into all the world mm-hmm. means also that you change things in the world. Like, for example, slavery, infanticide, treating women badly. It starts to get messy. It gets very messy. I, that's, my, that's what I'm trying to get away from. Is Instead of us trying to define this and this and this, rather let us put the first things first. Think of, of Jacob. He wrestled with God. And the outcome of him wrestling on God is his hip was touched and he leaned on God. That's what we need to do. So instead of us trying to figure out, is this right, this right, this right? There's so many things. Just focus on the Lord and Holy Spirit will tell you. And sometimes you won't know the scripture. But you know, I don't know. I, I, I know this is not right. Uh, yeah, I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Wait, what like? that, that sense, you're like, oh, this doesn't seem right. I don't know why it doesn't seem right. It why does seems it seem right to you and to someone else it doesn't. Like different callings, different callings. Like um, Wilberforce, he's called to to stop the slavery. Not everybody else was called. So everybody has a different calling. Maybe someone's calling is they need to run for in, in, as a politician. That's their calling. But let's not say everybody needs to be a politician. Everybody needs to be oh, a street preacher. Everybody needs to be a. Just to, I guess pull it full circle. Then is 
you know, obviously we want our children to seek God's kingdom first. And, and I love what you said, that the very first thing that happened was God breathed into Adam and he became a living soul. And the first important thing is an encounter with God, right? With his, his spirit and his life. And then from there, because we're properly aligned and having a good relationship with him, then we can think logically and clearly and we can have things in the right order in terms of, do I flip a switch? No, because I don't want it to come on me. Or are we going to scream about, you know, uh, saving the planet, lights out? Probably not, because there's more important things for us to focus on. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go torture bears to eat their paws fresh. And so I think that, um, you know, to have that, you know, order is, I think, healthy. And um, if people have that, then they can think logically when it comes to looking at a study, somebody, Al Gore says something, they can look at it and think, well, question it. does this really follow? Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Okay, I, so... I like the way you brought that round, Joe. Okay, that, so, so, so this is your first um, controversial corner Woo! topic. How did you feel? I'm sweating. It's <laughs> okay. intense in here. And it's good, right? There's fire in here. Okay, Yay. so Joe, do you want to close and pray for us? Sure. Father, we are so grateful for a time to speak and to share and to challenge each other. And we're so thankful, Father, that uh, you don't leave us as orphans, but you're our Father and that you're close to us and that your word says if we draw near to you, you draw near to us. So I pray that in Yeshua's name, everyone listening and everyone that's going to listen would be encouraged to draw closer to you and to seek you first and to seek your kingdom and your righteousness first. And I thank you, Father, you add all things to us after that. In Yeshua's name, amen. 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 Thank you, Joe, for joining us. Woo-hoo!